Hey, welcome back. Saturday Draft Live. It's the show on Suplex Retweet Extra every week. That that feels amazing to say. What a great service. Suplex Retweet Extra. Um, all additional content in the ESSR back catalogue there on a brand spanking new tra- channel for you. We will be here every week. This is our new home. Scott, how are you liking the new digs? I'm liking it. We're starting off right with uh, the right person coming in at number one on the table. Ah, oh, boo, boo! No, oh, well, oh, we'll get it. <laughs> Don't boo! I've seen the things you cheer. <laughs> <laughs> right, and we're going to get right into it this week. Uh, it's just our normal show. We're going to break down the top three. We're going to go down the league table, and we're going to see if there's anything in the week upcoming uh, that we should perhaps be worried about or significant in the draft. As you like, we said for those new to this show, I know this is the first uh, show that will be up in this this new platform. Basically, the team here at ESSR runs a fantasy draft. We pick um, five singles wrestlers and uh, one tag team each, and we get points for appearances, for wins, um, and other sort of things, uh, especially coming to the Royal Rumble. Those other sort of things will come into uh, immediate effect. So, Scott, we've got three people who are joint third this week, um, one of which you're especially familiar with. You'll be happy to see her here again. Uh, We have Rio we have the Viking Raiders and we have Rhea Ripley, all in the top three this week. Uh, Scott, once again, Rio, a good run of form, a good wee vein of form for, for your gal here. Yeah, I mean, there's only a couple of weeks left of this season, so I feel for the last little season she'll bloody disappear again, more than likely, and cost me some extra points, but, you know, I'll be okay if what I hope happens at the Rumble happens, but yeah, it was a good run for her and her and the Viking Raiders. I think they both had successful defences this week, so good run for them. And also Ripley and that big six woman tag on NXT. So, like her, yeah. I'm slightly less upset, but uh, I can see why the Viking Raiders and the Rio got so high with the champions' advantage. I think um, the thing with Rhea Ripley also, she does have the champions' advantage. It does apply to non-title matches. Um, as well with yeah. your champions, um, which which is a good thing. Like we talked about this at the start of the season, you want to pick champions or try and predict people who you think will be champions um, at some point in the mm-hmm. season. So that's the, that's the case that connects all three of these competitors. I will say about that NXT uh, women's six-man tag, it shows that the strength and depth um, of that division. I know it's been said a lot this week, but um, it's just when you look at the, the people in that six-woman tag, you're just like, wow, the, the depth and talent in NXT compared to, I'd, I'd say Raw SmackDown and AEW um, is, is quite staggering. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see. And then, Scott, we get to uh, intelligence and power, the man of the hour, um, Keith <laughs> yeah. Lee. Keith Lee coming in again. Eight points, Scott. And this is where we need to talk about you. You know, I don't want to put the spotlight on you. This is your life sort of segment here. Um, but... <laughs> Keith Lee has really been an excellent pick, an excellent pick for you this season. Are you worried now? Well, we're going to get into first question. How confident are you that he can continue this right up to the end of the season? And are you worried that perhaps Keith Lee could be someone who gets scouted away from you next season as we head into season four? Yeah, definitely see him as a, Maybe a hot pick for some people. Some people might have overlooked him, thinking that maybe this like run of popularity might just be a hot thing after Survivor Series. But then seeing like some of the he's been 
having the captain's advantage as well was a smart choice for me to put him as captain. So I think that's helped with his wins. That's really helped put him up the leader table. So I think some people will be kind of looking more at Keekley as more of a valuable pick next season. But one thing I'm slightly worried about is he said when he won the number one contenders match for the North American title this week, it said uh, the match would be in two weeks, which I believe was the go-home week of the Rumble, possibly. And so I'm worried that either it'll happen actually after the Rumble or it'll happen before the Rumble and then he'll lose and not win the title. And either way, that would be very, be very mm. bad for me. Well, I do think, because I, I'll personally predict this, I don't think Keith Lee wins the North American title. And this isn't me disparaging that title. It's actually had a good legacy, even in its, its young life. Um, there's been a plethora of amazing competitors who have held that belt. I just think that that's, that match is part of a story to set up Keith Lee getting to Adam Cole down the line mm-hmm. in the NXT Championship. I think that'll be his big moment in the sun. I think Undisputed Era will cost him. But what I will say about Keith Lee is a feature in the Royal Rumble match I think is is guaranteed for him because you've seen how heavily he was booked at Survivor Series. I think we see another showdown with Reigns, possibly. You know, and I think he will get a couple of eliminations in that match. So we need to see, but we do need to go to number one. It is the elited, it is Alan McLucas and Scott. The story of this season so far has been, we've talked about one-man teams um, in this draft. We've talked about Sarah Grieve, unfortunately, hasn't worked out with Chris Jericho. Stephen Wilson, maybe working out with Roman Reigns at this point. One person who has definitely sort of been half and half with has, has been Alan McLucas with Kevin Owens because he's got 12 mm. points. He tops the leaderboard again this week, but he'll be ruining ruin the day that he didn't make him captain sooner, I think. But also yeah. the question is, could we see Kevin Owens pull Alan even higher up the leaderboard? Maybe not to number one, but to a, a considerable comfortable spot in our top five when this season is all said and done? I think it's the case that Alan has kind of struggled going up to breaking like the top five of the leader table, so I think he will probably regret not making Owens his captain a lot sooner, because I think he would have been a bit higher had he done that. And I said the other week that Kevin Owens was a dark horse pick for the Rumble, so if by some miracle that does happen... I don't. I still don't think that'll be enough points to pull Allen up to number one. Mm-hmm. Although that would be pull in maybe the top three, but and I think that would be a valuable lesson for next season. It is. It's a valuable lesson because we've talked about um, the captaincy changes are still in effect for a lot of people, and a lot of people haven't used them. But this is the time the competitors all have to get their thinking caps on. I think, and they need to think what. In these last few weeks, who is going to be my MVP? Who is going to get me up this very tight table and get me those double points, get me those points in the bag? So it's a lot to think about, but we are going to run into our uh, table this week. At number 10, team wing lover Stacey Smith. God God love you, Stacey. God love you. Uh, we have team historic with Sarah at nine. She's She's fulfilling her her dream, Scott. She's fulfilling her (laughs) dream. Uh, at number at number um, eight, we have a uh, uh, Jack uh, Jack Graham sinking down the table uh, this week uh, with smells like Team Spirit. Uh, at number seven, we have we have Ross McLeod. Um, unfortunately, with the only picks that matter, 
um, at number seven, possibly not performing as well as he, we, we thought he would this season. Um, at number six, we have Alan with the elite, as we've discussed. At number five, Stephen Wilson steadily climbing up the table um, with Team It's My Podcast. At number four, we have Team Nat Queen Cole. David Hockney still there and thereabouts, keeping at the top of the table. Um, the guy I picked at the start of the season to win, Gary Kernan, still at number three with Team Vis, big Team Visera, um, at number two this week. We have Team Go. It's myself sinking down the table. And at the top of the table, at number one, by half a point, I might add, it is is Scott McLeod with the Glasgow Cali 44. Scott, top of the leaderboard, how confident are you that this is where you're going to be when all is said and done? And what scares you? Heading into rumble season. What, what, What is the one thing that's playing on your mind? And who do you think? If anyone is going to snatch that away from you, I think I said there's a few contenders to be snatching that away because, like I said, the top three or four changes from like not just week to week, but from like show to show, from like Raw to NXT and SmackDown again. Because, like you said, like by half a point, it's like the closest of margins you can possibly get. It's keeping me in number one. Mm. Like I don't know if there'll be enough for somebody to claim in number one, but I know. There are a few people who will probably pick up big points this Sunday at TakeOver Blackpool because mm. I have no NXT UK picks. Yeah. So, to factor in. Well, we've talked about a couple of teams in the past are quite NXT UK heavy. Uh, the two we focused on were Alan Lucas in the Elited um, and uh, Jack Graham. Um, so those two guys who are in the bottom half of the table, but like we said, the table is so tight. A good showing at NXT TakeOver Blackpool could be the nudge they need to put them into just about contention when it comes to rumble season to give them a Hail Mary shot um, at possibly yeah. ending the season at number one because well, like I said the table is so close right now it really is anybody's game um, NXT TakeOver Blackpool uh, Scott I'll, I'm going to ask you for a prediction you know you're more well versed in that world than I am uh, let's be honest mm-hmm. with ourselves so I'm going to ask you this who do you think will be the highest scorer at NXT TakeOver Blackpool this Sunday on the WWE Network? Well, I don't see really any title changes happening, so I think the likes of Walter and Gallus can pick up big points because I know Gallus didn't fare too well on the recent NXT when they were up against the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. For, I feel bad for Sarah. She's got a dragon off. He's not even on the show. He's yeah. making an appearance maybe at the end to challenge the winner of the the main event, and then he's in that match the night before the Rumble at World's Clyde against Fowler. And yeah. I think like the, the day before, like the last day of, like, of the season, see, he gets a big marquee match, which hopefully Sarah, I think Sarah was hoping for before then. Mm-hmm. So he finally helped get some valuable points right at the end of the season, which if I was there, I'd be very annoyed about it. Listen, when it comes to dragging off, I've been, I've been quite critical in the past, but the next season, I think Andrade will actually get picked. Baron Corbin will actually get picked. And these these guys like dragging off who might be fan favourites, but they're not going to get you a lot of points. I think people have learned that lesson uh, this year. But certainly you do need to look at the NXT UK takeovers as as chances for you to bolster those points that are perhaps getting lost in normal season play. So it's going to balance itself out. Yeah, something about NXT UK that annoyed me though was the thing with Gallus at the moment. They're They've been wrestling quite frequently on NXT UK. The tag champs, they were on NXT US as part of the uh, part of the Dusty Classic. On mm-hmm. who got a takeover. 
will probably be at Worlds Collide. And so somebody wants to be picked up for Alan, who I believe has them. And yet last season when they were mad tag team, they did fuck all. They won the title, <laughs> that was about it. One week they were very valuable and then they did nothing. But that's the, that's the thing, and that's always the risk of NXT UK. I've made it very vocal, and um, it might be to my detriment when it comes to draft time. You don't need to be afraid of me taking an NXT UK pick. It's not something I intend on <laughs> doing. Um, I just I don't think it's worth it in the long run. Other competitors may disagree, and maybe down the line that's going to lead to my downfall. It's just the way I operate with my draft. But, Scott, we're going to leave it there for this week. So thank you all very much. Um, like we said at the start of the show, Suplex Retweet Extra um, is our brand new feed. You can go and check that out. It is on Spotify and all good podcasting sites. We are getting iTunes approval as we speak. That'll be up and running within the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Go and check out the other shows, Alba Do Graps. Uh, is it Alba Goo Graps? I don't know. Uh, with Quacker <laughs> and Sena. The other name would have been much simpler, guys. Hint, hint. Uh, we've also got the Raw Report. We've got uh, uh, Taking Smack. Um, which is not what you think it is. It is a SmackDown review show. Um, it's is not people just having a bit of fun um, on a podcast, you know. So listen, go and check all that out. Go check out the main feed um, and go and follow Suplex Retweet and all the social medias. So from myself, goodbye. And from Scott McLeod. Goodbye. <laughs>